Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Winchester Radio. We're going to be talking about uh, the episode titled Unity. It is the 17th episode of Season 15, uh, final season. And after tonight, we have three more episodes. And uh, it'll be the series finale. So, uh, but right now we're going to talk about this one. It was written by Meredith Glynn and directed by... I hope her first name is pronounced Catriona Mackenzie. Uh, anyway, there's that. Uh, it is all about finishing getting Jack ready for the ritual to kill God. Um, it brought Avara back to do her part. Uh, we got to... Um, Meet the first man, Adam, who <laughs> turned out to be a hippie, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> and uh, his um, girlfriend, who you'd think was Eve, but was not. It was turned out to be Serafina, the angel. Uh, anyway, and it. Um, <laughs> the best things about this episode to me were all the scenes with typically Sam and Dean, the Winchesters. They were just quintessentially Winchester in this, even even the disagreeing parts, because um it got them it gave them a chance to get past the disagreement and have it be Sam getting through to Dean, which has happened over all the seasons you know, scattered here without. And I always love those scenes because they're always so full of emotion and very genuine emotion. And we've talked about it before where Jared and Jensen say they don't follow the emotional direction on the script page. They just do the scene and however they feel comes through. So if they there's no direction to cry, but they do, that's good. If they If it says to not cry and they do, they do, and uh, um, um, that was definitely definitely a part of this. Um, I at least it at least it moved the story along. You know, I I felt I really felt for Jack in this episode. I think Alex plays him so well that. I just I felt genuinely sorry that Jack was going to have to or thought he was going to have to sacrifice himself to make this plan work. And I felt so bad for him when he heard Dean say, you know, that he he wasn't like them, you know, he was not family like he and Sam. And um uh, but he was still willing to do it and do the right thing and make up for the past. And when Sam tells him, you know, it, take, it takes a lot of courage to uh, 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 sacrifice yourself for a cause. And Sam would know because he's certainly uh, done that. And, yeah, he just, he just 
broke my heart. I just love seeing Alex uh, uh, play play Jack in in those scenes. Um, I mean, did, do you, do you feel the same way about him? Does there, oh, or... definitely, definitely. I, I he Alex Calvert is doing such a great job with Jack because you see, you know, he's in the body of what a twenty year old, twenty one year old. But he gives you, mm-hmm. but he's only supposed to be like, he's only been on earth like three years. So he still is able to give you that childlike, you know, emotions and personality and, but still let you know that he's grown up. And I, I just, he breaks my heart all the time. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. such a great actor. Yeah. And especially when you, when you compare it to when he was playing the demon earlier in the season, you know, two totally different characters. He, and he played both excellent. And it just shows, you know, he has a big range. And, yeah, I, I just love, love, love Jack. Usually I'm not so crazy about the side characters, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, besides, you know, Bobby, you know, like him. You know, Meg, I like her. You know, there's a few here and there that I really like. But Jack, he, I, I love him. You know, I really I, – He's he's up there with Bobby, almost Bobby, almost. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> that's that that's high praise from you because I I know you, yeah, just, you yeah. love Bobby, original Bobby. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yes, and 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 well deserved because Bobby's you know obviously a very special part of of supernatural and the Winchester history, you know. I still miss him. Damn it. <laughs> um, oh, I know. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just played it great. Um, I liked at the the beginning that Sam was still mad at Dean, which carried over mm-hmm. from the episode before when he gets really angry that at Dean in the car and says, you know, you can't believe you didn't tell me something this big, you know, about Jack and all that. And he's still mad and he's not talking to him. <laughs> and Dean, you know, is like, you know, is this it? I'm getting the silent treatment, <laughs> you know, and, and Sam is just, is just angry. And he, and um, Dean says, you know, this is the only way it's our, our one shot. And, and Sam's like, did you ever get tired of saying that? And I'm like, you know, we have heard that a lot over <laughs> Seasons, right, it's right. Been always yeah. the last, you know, or one shot and, and whatever. So and and yet they keep finding other ways. So at first you think, well, why why wouldn't Dean go along with Sam and think of another way? But of course we find out that that Chuck has been, you know, pushing him and manipulating Dean into thinking this is the only only way to do this. And it's it's the ending that Dodd wants, you know. It's the ending that Chuck wants, and um, so we so we find out that actually he's being more manipulative, and you know, no wonder Sam's angry and puzzled. He's like, you know, we always somehow work this out. And in another aspect, you know, um, if it's not Sam, Dean's like, they're going. You know, if I need to save the world that Sam is in. I need to save Sam. I, I'm sorry, you know, you're always going to be last on his list. So I, I, it's not entirely a surprise, you know, to think that, that Dean would do this. Um, I 
felt like later in the episode when when Sam's trying to physically stop Dean and um, and Dean's angry and he's waving his hands and to me it's it's at first I thought he was just so out of character he was like almost hysterical like he's like he's just had it you know and and usually Dean's very very powerful and and he's and he's strong and he's stubborn but that was somebody like desperate and at the end of their rope, you know, just trying to, to get this done. And he wanted to be rid of Chuck again. It was a manipulation, but I thought that was a nice acting choice by Jensen to play Dean at this desperate, you know, almost I hysterical, think, not quite. But yeah, that this, the scene where he pulls the gun out on Sam, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, Dean would never, uh-huh. ever, ever pull a gun on Sam. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I, I was like, ah, I don't know what's going on here. I don't like it. <laughs> and I still don't like it. Um, but you say mm-hmm. you, you giving that whole saying that he's desperate and everything, that kind of makes it feel, makes me feel a little bit better about it. And I'm, I'm sure probably Jensen had to give, you know, be, put that into the character to show that that's the only way that Dean, Dean would pull a gun on his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause and I, I was, uh, we, no, no, yeah, Dean like, no. Right <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and no Dean in his right mind would, would do that. And, and it, cause it's not like he hasn't pulled a weapon on Sam, you know, or felt like, like when he went and met up with death, you know, and Sam was like, you know, to do it, you know, it, I, I, that was such a great scene and kneeling down and saying, you know, I believe that you're good from the mark of Cain and all that. And and so that, but, but even then he couldn't do it. So, and it's also, he pulls the gun. Okay, you might believe that, but you know, he's not going to hurt Sam, you know, with that gun, you know, he's not. So, but yeah, it was just crazy, you know, just really crazy, but I, Again, it was partially Chuck, and that makes it so you have a little more sense. It makes a little more sense, but yeah, it was still just wild. Um, him doing and, that, and even the look on and, Sam's face. Oh yeah, that Jared's performance in that scene was just out of this world. He just, mm. broke, I mean, with the tears running down his face, and he was mm-hmm. it was beautiful. And Jensen was yeah. crying too. It, it, it was it was just a beautiful, beautiful scene. Yes, it was gorgeous. I know Sam looked so shocked, like what, Dean? You know, pulling pulling his gun, and mm-hmm. and then when he tells Dean that, would you trade me? And 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 yeah. you can tell the look on Dean's face is he hadn't even considered that. He hadn't even considered yeah. that Sam would be gone too. He hadn't even thought of that and he just I he just assumes they're they're always a pair they're always together they're always one so if he'd be okay after this reset of course Sam would and Sam not necessarily and he's right and he said would you trade me and he just he just didn't even think of that and that's what that's what starts him it gives him pause and that starts him thinking that he couldn't do it and then Sam gives that beautiful beautiful speech you know all my life you've protected me from dad from lucifer 
you know, and I didn't always like it, but, but, um, but, you know, you were always there. And, and then he tells him, you know, we'll find a way out. We always do. And that's true. It's just somehow they always all do. And Sam's the only one who can get through to Dean, you know, anybody else could try and give that speech. And it's like, nope, if he's set on that course of action, but it's like um, the, the Malik box. And he says, you know, I, I, and, and again, Sam is desperate to make him believe that they can figure something out. I just wish, you know, I just wish you'd believe it too. And that's the only thing that changes Dean's mind. You know, it's always Sam. And that is the foundation of supernatural, (laughs) you know, since day one. It's just all about that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's, I haven't watched, I haven't done a rewatch of the show in Mm -hmm. a long time because I've seen so many of them. You know, it was like I was getting bored Mm -hmm. watching them again, you know, because I've seen them so many times. So it's probably been a couple or three years since I've done a rewatch. So I've been waiting until everything's done, and then I'm going to do a big rewatch, and I'm so looking forward to it because I just Mm -hmm. really, really miss, you know, the early days when it was just Sam and Dean and – Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the brothers um, and I, sometimes, I can't wait to rewatch it. Yeah. It's, it's always been them for me. And like, you know, there are other characters, other side characters that I've enjoyed, you know, them coming and going, uh, some not so much, <laughs> you know, some, you know, make you happy when they're there and some make you happy when they leave, you know, the old saying about company and, <laughs> But mm-hmm. there's always, always Sam and Dean. And you don't always like or agree with decisions they make, you know, the whole demon blood thing with Sam and Mark Cain with Dean. But it doesn't matter, you know, because the foundation of them is always there. And they, they are the show. They are the show. And, yeah, I mean, sometimes I think of the early episodes and I'm like, it almost – right now hurts too much to think about going back and watching them. I'm sure I will, but it's just, it's right now with it ending, it's just, it's, it hurts just a little too much to go back to that. Cause it's, it's so long ago. I mean, it's like they were babies when they started, you know, in their yeah, 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I think about, you know, just, like the, um, I think it was Hookman where, um, sorority girls and Dean was all excited, you know, to see the sorority girls. And now it's like, you know, Dean could not be that way. You know, he's a 40 year old no. man. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that, he was just 26 then. And, you know, you think of yeah. the, you know, how much they've changed through the years. It's just, it's just crazy. It is crazy. I'm, I'm hoping that they're planning a big, beautiful box set of the entire series once it's done. Mm-hmm. And I, if, if it doesn't come in an Impala, <laughs> I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> you know, oh, that would be awesome. Look like an Impala. <laughs> you know, I mean, awesome. and, yeah. And if there isn't just like one DVD of, all their gag reels, you know, all like the extra mm-hmm. footage, you know, that they haven't shown. That would be really cool if they did something like that too. But um, and getting all the music rights and 
everything. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, speaking, anyway. of, speaking of siblings, mm-hmm. I liked the scenes with Chuck and Amara. Uh, uh-huh. I, you know, I thought those, those were probably the best scenes between those of them I've ever seen. And I also have to say, Rob looked so good. You know, he just looked, his his hair, mm-hmm. his clothes, everything were, and I loved his purple shoes. Absolutely loved his purple shoes. <laughs> I want those shoes. Yeah. Uh, and plus, Rob's acting, oh my goodness, he just blew me away. I've always known he was a good actor, but I, I you know, he was just, he went above and beyond. I thought in this episode, he was, you know, he was he was really scary. And you know, mm-hmm. Rob Benedict himself, he's you know used to playing the nerdy guys. You know, like Chuck uh, was originally mm-hmm. when he first came on the show. You know, that's basically the kind of roles he, I've seen him in. And but he can be one scary badass when he wants to be. He he was yeah. You know, he's just really really good. I thought so too, and and like you, I I really liked him and Amara. It was good to uh, see Emily. I thought like Amara has a much like broader experience now. You know, having mm-hmm. she's not the darkness anymore, and she kind of was just out living and experiencing things. So she had a much more interesting and full like character and personality, you know, instead of just bad things, you know, and doing terrible things, she had more balance in her, like they were talking in the episode, you know, black and white and, and, um, um, trying to, you know, listen to what Chuck said and then realizing what he said about, about, and that's her brother. And yeah, I, I, they just both had a lot more weight and a lot, um, more, broader experience between both of them. And I know some said that they were supposed to kind of parallel Sam and Dean, you know, siblings and nothing without the other. So I can see that. I can see that. And the whole, the whole thing though, where they merged into one has me very mm -hmm. confused. Why on earth would Amara do that? Because it seems to me like she's getting the short end of the stick, you know. I think I, and, and yeah, I think she did, but I think she, she I think unless she, she manipulated her. I I think he manipulated her, or he thinks he manipulated her into joining him would be the only way, you know, to to balance and come with me and we'll start all over again. And maybe she was really missing her brother and wanting that relationship, you know, and her family and missing a part of her. And she had to take a leap of faith and trust him maybe and, and how go does, with it. But I don't and, understand how becoming your brother or what, you know, becoming a part of him, how that we'll see, gives, still gives, I don't understand it, how that still gives you, a life. It just seems like, nope, you're just him now. You know, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know what she was thinking because I think he manipulated yeah. him and took advantage and he wanted to get rid of her. So she wouldn't mm-hmm. help the Winchesters and, and he just, he just fooled her and uh, got rid of her, you know, got her out of his way and, and not be able to cause trouble. But 
you know, I'm hoping we'll, it, we'll see what actually, happens. I'm hoping she actually had a plan, and um, because you know, even though Dean may have turned on her, I think she still feels like she sh- she would not turn on him, maybe, and she. Mm-hmm had an ulterior motive to it and she's going to be able to manipulate Chuck from inside. I'm hoping that's her, her plan. Yeah. Yeah. She may be, she may be thinking that and trying to work her way out. I mean, he, he took advantage of her and fooled her and she may be upset with Dean for not being entirely truthful with her, but that's, that's not the same thing. Dean doing that and, you know, trying to save his world and everybody else is not the same thing as Chuck, what he promised and then, and then actually getting rid of her. I I think she doesn't feel the same way about both of them. So I, I hope you're right. I hope she's in there somewhere and maybe in the season finale, which I, (laughs) which I guess is episode 19. I think that's the way they sort of talked about it that that she'll appear again maybe and help get rid of Chuck or you know they have to deal with Chuck by the end. They have to. He's the he's the big bad, so they've got to get rid of him somehow. And uh maybe she'll figure into it like you said, you know, she'll be kind of a ace in the hole or something. Don't know. Yeah. Don't have long to wait to find out. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, three, three more episodes. I believe it's ending. It, it yes. I know. I know. It's been a part of my life for so long. It's very bizarre to think of it not being around. Yeah. Anymore I mean, that way. It, yeah, it's been a major part of ours and many many people's lives for fifteen years. I mean, I. Mm-hmm. The night it first aired, um, I you know Buffy was over, and, and you know I, I my shows that I was obsessed with were over, so I was looking for a new one. Buffy was over, X Files mm-hmm. was over, and so mm-hmm. I thought I'd give this show a try. And the commercial said, "Watch in the dark," so I turned my lights off, and my little boy watched <laughs> with me on the couch. Alex, he was ten at the time. Now Alex oh my God. is getting married next week, <laughs> you know, and, you know, so it, it's just crazy. I watched the pilot with, with him when he was 10 and I'll be, you know, he's getting married right here before the show ends. It's, it's just crazy. It It is crazy. And I, I, I didn't find Supernatural till its second season because, my area had no uh, WB affiliate, right? Wasn't at least the first season or two on the WB. I've forgotten how many. Yeah. It started out yeah, on the Super- WB. Supernatural is the last show from the WB channel to be still be airing. Right. And it was, I, um, yeah, it was, it was, I didn't have a, a, an affiliate for the first season, but I, I think I'd like kind of seen a reference to it and I had gone to my uh, annual sort of fan media convention and some people had, you could decorate your door in the hotel, everybody could, and some people had um, Supernatural on their door, it was the first season, I'm like, I wonder what this show is, and then someone had 
literally the entire door was a door-sized poster of Jensen. <laughs> and, oh, and wow. Quite, yeah, it was, it was great. And um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Jensen. I was, <laughs> Jensen Ackles, I, I know him, like, from Days of Our Lives and Dark Angel. You know, I'd seen some of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it was interesting. And then um, – but I had these a couple other shows I had finished and was starting to finish, and I said, "Well, maybe after that finishes up, you know, because it was only the last. It was the OC, and it was like it only had like 14 episodes their last season, and they were on the same exact time. And it was so long ago that I had like a VCR, <laughs> and that's all. Oh I yeah, I yeah. Do I? Yeah, and I couldn't do both shows. So once one was over, I took over the other, and then it was like, forget. I watched a couple episodes. And enjoyed it, but then it was heart that got me, like said, that's it, you're uh, done, this is your fandom, that was it. And that's because that's just the kind of stuff I love, you know, that was the heart and the brothers and the relationship and everything else. And I'm like, oh, that's, I'm done, and that was it, <laughs> you know, for the next 14 years. <laughs> Got the first season Speaking of heart. And... Yes. Speaking of heart, I remember when that episode first aired so well because. I was watching that, and oh my God, you know that ending where Sam has to kill his girl. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I remember when I went to bed that night telling my husband, "I don't see what they're going. I don't see how they can go on from this. How are they going to go on from this? <laughs> this is absolutely horrible. This is so bad." Oh, you have little no idea. I, yeah, little did I know how bad and emotional it was going to yeah. get. <laughs> how it was gonna get? Oh my God, it's, I I know. Oh, jeez. I, I know in real life that would have been the end of somebody, you know. Of course, TV, you know, it was, it was just one thing on the road to many, many terrible tragedies for the Winchesters. And I, but yeah, I remember that. I said, just I can't believe it, you know. I'm a big fan of angst and trauma, and it was it was right there. Um, goodness, we've sure managed some tangents tonight on the podcast but that's okay because we're allowed because because it's supernatural and it's coming to an end and we can't help it because you just gotta look back even as you finish these last couple of episodes yeah um yeah um what else about this episode there's little bits and pieces and things here but no go ahead go ahead i was going to say talking about adam alessandro giuliani who played him I loved mm-hmm. him on Battlestar Galactica. He was so great on that show. And those other mm-hmm. shows that I've seen guest star in, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch on Netflix. And he was a uh, minotaur, senator, whatever, on The Magicians. And he was a doctor mm-hmm. who was also a, a half-horse, half-man guy. And, I mean, he's, he's just uh-huh. been great in everything that I've seen him in. So I love seeing him as a hippie Adam. And I did like, even though apparently Dean didn't remember, I liked that the show remembered that Adam wouldn't be with Eve because we already saw Eve back, you know, in the um, sixth season. Yeah, sixth season. She was the one, you know, who's going around creating all the monsters. And um, Mm -hmm. she broke out of hell. So I liked that the show did remember that Adam wouldn't be with Eve because we've already seen her. Mm -hmm. And But even though Dean... Did not remember that. And I liked the Serafina character. She was great. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the whole hippie thing. I thought they both played it really, really mm-hmm. well. Yeah, um, I thought that was a good choice. One of, my, 
on my rewatch though, listening, watching that the scenes with them, with Adam telling his plan to Jack. You know, he says he he's been planning it for three hundred thousand years. Uh, this deal mm-hmm. to get rid of Chuck. So does that mean death? You know, um, has she? Even though she hasn't really been death for you know for until mm-hmm. the original death died. But has she been planning this for 300,000 years? Because it, you know, either yeah. she's manipulating Adam mm-hmm. or was Adam manipulating her? Yeah. Or did she just come in, she saw Adam's plan, and is like, hey, that's a good one. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it was confusing to me. Say that again, you were cutting out. Because Billy hasn't been around that long. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I I, I agree. Um, And also they said, oh, we've been waiting for you to Jack. I'm like, Jack's two years old. And he's he's half human, half archangel. How would they know there would be a Jack? Because who knew there'd be a Lucifer and a Kelly? You know, how, you know there. I get it's you know. Uh, I think it's. But I was gonna say I think it's one of those things where it's like it's fate. You know, your destiny and all that stuff. It's written um, mm-hmm. like Chuck's book. Um, you know, that's his death book. It tells him that what's going to happen, you know, and even mm-hmm. though Dean and Sam have a lot of books because they've cheated death many times, but I'd say it's just because they, they forced, they, they saw it when they were drinking mushroom tea. And <laughs> so that explains a lot. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just supposed to be one of those things that was always supposed to happen type thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just like, you know, well, I guess it could be for but they didn't know who until they showed up, maybe, I guess. Um, I want to say about the actor who played Adam, he reminded me of Taika Watiti. They look a lot alike, oh, yeah, like yeah. they could be brothers, <laughs> which is neither here nor there, but that's who he reminded me of a lot, and I really like him as a director. <laughs> um it was really great Another, to see oh. Rachel Miner. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was so good. It was good to see her as Meg. And I know she's not Meg. I know she's the empty, but she still looks and sounds like Meg. And and yeah. I miss Meg. So I love Rachel Miner's voice. I love mm-hmm. Rachel's voice. I could listen to her talk all day long. Yes. Yeah, and she had a, that was a great scene with her and Sam. And I liked that Sam looked at her and went, Meg? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> a deer. <laughs> and then she's like, no, dummy. <laughs> you know, and, um, and I like, oh, smart Sam. We got lots and lots of smart Sam in this episode, which was so good to see. You know, we got to hear him uh, uh, speaking Latin. We haven't heard that for a while and quite a bit of Latin. And then him figuring out to, he could go into the library and look for the book and go looking 
um, for them. They didn't have to summon Billy. And I love that he um, manipulated the empty by playing to what he wanted, like she, whatever, going back to sleep, you know, and, and figuring out the plan. And, uh, yes, Billy sent me, and he got the book. So I, I, mm-hmm. I love that. This was actually a very good Sam uh, episode. I like that. <laughs> um, it's at first, I was confused as to, wait, what? When did Billy tell him all this? You know? But then I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it was great because he just, he just got uh, uh, the empty to believe him, you know, and go along with it. And he got the book and he got the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and just... Speaking of little things, this one made me crazy. Uh, Sam and Dean are, you know, snarking at each other because, you know, Sam's still mad. And they hear a noise, and it's Amara banging around the bunker. And I'm like, yet again, somebody just walks right in. And I know she's Amara, and I know she's the dark, but it's still like Sam and Dean know they're out there. So you think they would do more to to keep people out, but they don't. So there it was, yeah, you just know, a couple, someone else in the bunker. <laughs> and mm-hmm. just, a, just a couple episodes back, Dean was saying it's the safest, most secretest place in the world. <laughs> From who? Uh, <laughs> everybody knows no who it is. <laughs> Everyone. They have, they have like holiday barbecues. You know, they must because everybody right, knows right. the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're probably and, on the... Kansas City map of stars. And another thing, when Amara takes Chuck to heaven and his little angel fan club shows up, and it just reminded me, when did just angels got so silly? And, and same thing with demons, you know? They're dumb and they're silly. Yeah, and that was a that was a writing decision from several seasons back. I, I I do not like because I really miss the days of Zachariah and Uriel, you know, and mm-hmm. and even the early days of Cass, you know, because he wasn't, you know, oh, dopey I love at badass first. Cass. Yeah, badass yeah, Cass. It's a very very good Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and he and. He goes to Sam, you know, the boy with the demon blood, you know, and, and he tells mm-hmm. Dean, you know, I brought you out of hell. I can put you back. And, and yes, that's a terrible thing to say to Dean, but I don't care because it would, it's perfectly suited Cass's character at the time. And if he'd stayed that way, it might have been more interesting. But, oh, yeah. Um, you know, so. But that and, was a and long like, time ago. And you're talking about like demons too, gotten silly. I remember uh, season six, I think it was, when Sam and Dean were working for Crowley to bring in demons, and Grandpa um, was there. Grand, uh, you know, Grandpa Campbell. Grandpa Campbell. And yeah, and they're bringing a couple demon, uh, monster, whatever, to the compound. And there's just just a you know a background demon number one or whatever standing there, and 
Dean tries to tell him to get out of his way. We're bringing something to the boss or whatever. And the guy, the demon goes, I'm sorry, I don't speak little bitch. And his eyes turn black, you know, to show he's bad, you know. Uh-huh. That, that yeah. guy, I love that guy. <laughs> he was so yeah. cool. And it's like, where where did those demons go? What happened to them? <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, we had so many times where they kept purging angels and killing off demons. So I guess what you're left with, you know, are, are the dopey angels and, de- and stupid demons. But, but, I, nah, I don't know. That's that's just too simplistic, and I miss that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. Ruby, remember Ruby was so afraid of angels. She was gonna, you know, she's skipping out of town. You know, mm-hmm. back in season five, and because, yeah, now, pff, who cares? Nobody's afraid of an angel now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, I missed that. Um, oh, <laughs> and that box of artifacts that uh, Cass and Sam were digging around through, and they were looking for the key to death slide in. And Sam finds this sort of dusty brown chalice, and it's like, is that the Grail? <laughs> is it in just a box of stuff in the bunker? Yeah, I think it is supposed to be the Holy Grail. I saw that too. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it reminded me of Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade and the end scene where it's the it's the cup of a carpenter, you know, and it's a very plain, uh-huh. you know, simple cup like that. And, <laughs> but it's just like, oh my gosh, I think it's the grail in the bunker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I wish, um, you know, I wish some, you know, somebody would put out a book of stuff, you know, that's supposed to be in the bunker. You know, sometimes, you know, because there's, you know, different books for different shows. And sometimes they do that, mm-hmm. you know, put out. I would love mm-hmm. for somebody to make a book that's supposed to be all of the stuff that is stored in the bunker. That would be so cool to find out. Yes, what's supposed to be there. And apparently you can get to Duff's library through the bunker. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um Another book I've always wanted is all Jerry Wanick's motel rooms. <laughs> and I know he yeah. did that book. And and I think he only made a certain amount of copies probably for show people he, and all he, that. But He mm. would put put out um, one per season. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he would put out a book per season. And, mm-hmm. and one year he That'll accidentally... He accidentally tweeted a link to one back a few years ago. Uh-huh. And so um, me and a few other people were able to order it before he took the link down. So I have one. <laughs> I forget which season it oh, is. Oh, cool. But I, um, I was able to get a few people to sign it and everything. But they're really cool. Oh, neat. That would, that would be cool. And, and, and like you said, a book on the bunker itself because that's an amazing mm-hmm. set. I mean, I know we got Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was it was too easy, you know. After a few seasons went on, I know we were all like burn the bunker because it just it just got too easy, you know, for sanity. It's like it's like the reason Bobby and his 
house full of books had to go because every time Sam and Dean needed something, they'd call Bobby and Bobby would have the answer. So it was getting a little too pat. Well, the bunker was the same thing. You know, it was just always but there. It was such a too easy, but. The bunker is such a beautiful set. And yes. a few years mm-hmm. ago, you know, um, Jenny and I were able to um, tour this, tour the bunker and there were all mm-hmm. kinds of little details that they never show on TV. Like on the floor, there would be these little brass, um, sim- little brass plates, circular plates, um, just here and there in certain spots. And they would be like the men of letters symbols and on these little mm-hmm. brass plates on the floor. And you never see them, you know, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the books are real, uh, but others are just flat you know, that make it look like there are books there. And it, it's mm-hmm. just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful set to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, scenes were, it was the bedroom because they only have one bedroom at that time. I don't know if they changed it, but at that time they only had one bedroom that they would redress for Sam's room or redress for Dean's mm-hmm. room. And um, it was just as Dean's and it was, um, let's see, it would have been season 10 because it was after – Dean died with the mark of Cain on his arm. So um, mm-hmm. so it would have been during, yeah, is during season, early part of season 10 when we were there. And so mm-hmm. it was still dressed for Dean's room and it had his record player out and everything. We looked through his records and it, it, was, it, was, it was really, really cool. Yeah, because that, that would make another beautiful book. Like like you said, like taking pictures of Definitely. all the details, you know, that we never got to see and and um and all of that stuff. And it apparently has quite the car collection, according to Mrs. Butters. <laughs> right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And that one so, time yeah, they showed the be... garage, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Wizard of Oz. Who knows what else is in there? Yeah. Who yeah, knows what else really. is in there? Yeah, mm-hmm. but if I were Sam and Dean, and they've been there long enough, like one of the first things I would have done is explore the entire thing because, again, you've got to know what's there, like what's there for you, what are the resources that are there, what are other ways in and out, you know, you would need to do all mm-hmm. that. Like, it, again, if it was like real life, Sam and Dean would have mapped that whole place and explored it, you know, in, um, but because... I think it took a while before Dean realized they had a dungeon because I remember him being so excited. Yes, we have a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and all that. So, but yeah. <sighs> and it was, again, speaking of Death's Library, it's like, how long is it? How long have you had a way to get to Death's Library through the Men of Letters bunker? Did they know it was there? Did Death put it there? <laughs> you know? <laughs> they said the, the only way they, you know, they, they remembered the Sergey guy, who I had completely forgotten about him. It took me a minute to figure out who he was, um, yeah. mentioning, mentioning it. And I'll have to go back to the episode he was in to see if he actually did mention it, because I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, I guess they didn't know it was there unless Sergey, you know, it, Sergey hadn't have told them, mm-hmm. they would never have known. And I don't know how yeah, Sergey would have known. I don't remember much about Sergey, but 
Yeah. Wasn't he Cass's friend, Cass's contact yeah, or yeah. artifacts or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, well, yeah. he would have known maybe. Well, let's say everybody knows everything about the Men of Letters bunker but Sam and Dean, so why not? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Death Library is it'd be alphabetical. I thought it was interesting that when you open the door, you're in W, right? Is that yeah, what that was? Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering why yeah. is it, does it go by maybe the person who opened the door goes directly to their letter? You know, I was wondering. Why oh, that's, that's clever. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, <laughs> depending who opens it, that's that's what, what section of the library you're in, or did he just, <laughs> is the door at W? Is there another door at M? Another door at A, so there's doors every few letters. <laughs> or do you just open up and you're in, you're in your department? And who are all those other people? Like, were they angels? I'm, I'm guessing they were other reapers. Oh, okay. I'm guessing they were reapers. Mm-hmm. You know, back when we used to see reapers, you know, here and there. And, you know, I mm-hmm. always wish, remember how the first Reaper looked? I wish they still looked like that. That was the scary guy. Yes. Yeah, another thing that's not so scary anymore. But, and they used to and be then, you know, we did. No. Right. And, um, well, it, it was in season one when Dean was dying. You know, that was the first time we saw one. Um, that preacher's wife had one. Mm-hmm. bound to her. And then, um, you know, in season two, um, we saw, we first met Tessa and we did see that she is creepy looking, ghosty, white, spooky looking um, mm-hmm. because she tells Dean, you know, says something to Dean about um, didn't like how she actually looks or something, you know. So mm-hmm. maybe they all actually look that way, but they have a different appearance, you know, that they would rather use mm-hmm. instead of their real looks or something. Right. Makes sense. Meat suit, you know, it's like demons. Yeah. What they actually look like. And angels apparently have their own appearance as well. Um, I'm not as familiar with the empty. Um, and she says, the empty is hers alone. Not even God has power there. Has it always been like that? I remember when we first heard of the empty, we were told that's where the monsters go when they die. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Right. No, monsters go to purgatory. Right. Angels go to the empty when they die. Right? Oh my yeah. God! I can't remember. Yeah, I, I know. And and God has power there. Do you think they're going to send God to the empty? Uh, to spend time with the empty. Yeah, <laughs> that, that'd be a lot of. <laughs> uh, let's see. See if I can remember. Thinking, I'm looking at the first episodes we saw the empty in. 
Gosh. The first time, I believe it was in season 11, yeah, um, Billy mentions the MC that Sam was, when everybody had that infection, um, in the I think it was the season opener, first time we see Billy, and she sings Oh mm-hmm. Death. Right. Um, God has no power in the empty. But I forget when what what dies, what goes to the empty. A- okay, angels and demons go to the empty. Monsters, not demons, go to purgatory. The monsters, you know. Mm-hmm. So and right. angels like and a demons go to the empty. Right, right. Vampires, blah blah. Okay, so the empty isn't really empty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big dead. It, it looks empty because it's a black void that's mm-hmm. endless, I guess. Yeah, and there's nothing there, like nothing there to to talk to or bounce right. off of. Right. So it's, it'd be like a ter- it'd be like a terrible punishment to to go there yeah. for an angel or a demon. So yeah, mm-hmm. I can understand demons going there, but I don't know why angels would go there because. But, yeah, well, I guess if they're bad angels, right? Because good angels be would still be in angels. heaven. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, well, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if the foreshadowing is true, then it will probably have one more angel that tends to wear a trench coat and a tie. Um, it would seem. But. I'm sorry, say that again. Oh, sorry. I said um, it, if the foreshadowing is, is true, um, the MT will have one more angel before the end of the season that tends to wear a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> and a tie. That, that's, it seems that's what they're hitting at. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But yeah, I and it's very supernatural. I think to have all the characters come to an end because you know supernatural pretty much kills everybody off. I mean, the only two that survive are you don't know they're going to survive either. You know, in, right? In their own right. Day. I mean, I mean, I would hope if they both die, they die together, and then they spend the rest of their time in their heaven together, you know, because we do know they share a heaven and they're soulmates, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I wonder what will happen to Jack. I mean, will he end up sacrificing himself to take care of Chuck in the end? Maybe. See, I don't see him lasting till the finale either. But I can see... Cass sacrificing himself for Jack. Yeah. So I honestly don't know what will happen to Jack. I have no idea what could happen there. 
Because yeah. if Castiel, if Castiel does news end like the interviews this week have hinted at, mm-hmm. I think it would be because he is sacrificing himself for Jack. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But with his sacrifice being vain, if he saves Jack only to have Jack sacrifice himself the following episode, which, according to at least Jensen, episode 19 is the season finale, which... Mm-hmm. You think wraps up, wraps up is, the big bad and and Jack uh-huh. and his storyline and all that. So, think like I said, I don't think anybody's going to make it to episode twenty except Sam and Dean for sure. Um, okay, but uh, I have a I yeah. have a theory. Um, mm-hmm. If if I I want to give out a big shout, if you hate every spoiler, even little teeny tiny spoilers about mm-hmm. the last episode. Stop listening right now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> there was a crew member who posted a photo from filming of um, during the finale, and it was um, Sam and Dean and the crew member in front of the Impala. The Impala had the KAZ mm-hmm. 2Y5 plates, yep. from, you know, original plates. Sam and Dean mm-hmm. were wearing clothes very similar to what they were wearing in the pilot. I am wondering, you know, um, Billy's whole thing about everything getting reset, basically. Getting um, Billy, um, Billy, you know, they mentioned in this episode, Billy's plan was everything would go back to where it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that's kind of what's going to happen. And that's mm-hmm. what we see that Sam and Dean are living in, are living the lives that they would have lived if none of this crap had happened. You know what I'm saying? If the whole monster fights and all that stuff, Mary not dying. I'm wondering if mm-hmm. that's the life we're going to see. And if so, then maybe, you know, everything, I'm, I'm thinking maybe everything is reset, and mm-hmm. Jack just never was. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that Sam and Dean never become hunters? That they're they're together, but they're doing I'm, I'm, something else. They're like or... living a life. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's just a, a little theory that mm-hmm. I came up with after hearing um, right the MC talking about mm-hmm. the reset and everything. And right. God and even God even mentioned um, for to do a reset that him and Amara have to be together. Right, and we know that they're just meant to be. So even in a place where they reset, Sam and Dean are still together. Like like you can't right. break them up. They don't restart. They right. they would find the way to each other even if they're apart. They would find their way together. There was mm-hmm. one other thing about that picture. Um, I, I know the one you're talking about that Sam and Dean's with Jensen and Jared. We don't know if it was a trick of the light, but they looked like they had graying hair, like they were older. I don't know if oh, I didn't that notice will that. Yeah. 
I, yeah, some, I, I don't know. That was a little bit tough because it wasn't super obvious, but it's like, hmm, you know, but that would, that would tie in because they would be getting older, but it'd be a reset. So they'd still have the Kansas tag. There'd be no reason to change it, you know, over the years. My, my theory, and I'll, I'll throw it out. I, I know I told you and Vinny like before a podcast a couple weeks ago, but I'll throw it out here. Um, there he is that maybe at the end of episode 19, beginning of 20, Sam and Dean are dead. They die together and they, they spend 20 and you think it's like a, like a reset or whatever. Cause maybe they're doing stuff they were doing from the beginning. They have the old car back and blah, 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 but they're actually dead and they're in their heaven and their heaven is, you know, it gets to be what you love most. Like Bobby loved to sit in his chair by the fire and read his books and all that. Well, Sam and Dean, what they loved is hunting together, being together. So their heaven is them just doing the basics, you know, like monsters, nothing, no angels, no demons, none of that stuff, just, just the two of them on the road. And that's their heaven, but you don't know it's heaven. You think my baby is set. And then, uh, uh, Bobby comes to see them. Maybe they've got that cabin in the woods. Bobby comes to see them, and he, they talk, and then it's time for him to leave. And he goes out the cabin door, but when he shuts it, it's the door to heaven. And that's when you realize Sam and Dean are actually dead and in heaven. You don't know that until then. Um, that's a good theory, too. Yeah, I like that theory. Just my two cents. <laughs> you know, it could be something we don't even know. <laughs> that we, <laughs> different than that we thought about but uh whatever it is i i hope when the last uh, of the song plays um we can go okay that was that was that was the end they should have no matter the long and winding road to get there and missteps this is how it how it needed to be you know it's okay we're okay we have closure you know, and then the, the series is over, and then, you know, fandom takes over, you know, and if you want to write something different or do whatever. And, you know, and, and these days, I think everything comes back. So, you know, maybe someday we will get a supernatural movie or a few more episodes because, you know, 25 years later, the X-Files came around again, you know. <laughs> so Twin why Peaks not? came back. Twin Peaks came back yeah. after 25 years, and I never, ever yeah. thought I'd see another episode of Twin Peaks, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? And uh, Jensen and Jared, um, the show's very special to them. So I would say, you know, depending on what it was, they'd be amenable to it, you know. And and, and Supernatural, nobody really dies. So so what if Sam and Dean are dead? They'll just, someone will just bring them back, <laughs> you know. So that's right. That's okay. That'll 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 help a little bit, but um, it'll still be really hard to watch. Really, really hard to watch. Yikes! So I anyway. yeah. I just I just hope it's a satisfying finale. There's mm-hmm. nothing I hate more than loving a show and mm-hmm. then hating the very last episode because then it makes me not want to oh. watch watch the show it's like I used um back before Roseanne went crazy and became a nutball I loved the original (laughs) Roseanne show and Uh I I, you know never missed one loved it 
And then that finale where everything was in her head, you know, Dan was dead, mm-hmm. and, you know, all this stuff was like, ah, this is horrible. And I, I, I've never watched an episode of Roseanne since. Now, the Connors, mm-hmm. I really like the Connors. <laughs> it's good. Without uh-huh. Roseanne, it's awesome. <laughs> and they made yeah. that whole last season not real. So yeah. I'm good. But, yeah, uh, that was, that was, uh, yeah, I have to that's... have it got to have a good finale. It's funny. Yeah, it's it, it's funny because I was um I was poor 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 Becky. <laughs> I was I was telling her about all my dissatisfaction with how the series Hawaii Five O ended, and <laughs> poor thing, she was nice to me and listened <laughs> to my complaint. <laughs> Doesn't watch the show, but but in that same vein, um um, it the season the series finale episode when they found out it wasn't quite as expected, so they didn't have as much a chance to wrap it up as they could have, but they tried. And literally I loved 98% of the finale and the final 2% was so, to me, so awful. And it was the wrong choice of how they ended it. And, and um, where did this come from? It came out of left field, you know, and, and whatever. And it, it upset me so much that I actually had the opposite thing. I went looking for fix it, fan fix, and um, like, and then ended up rewatching and watching because I had missed part of season seven through 10. And I'm probably going to start over at the beginning just to get back the good feeling again. So it's funny because you just never, never know how. And, and if I, if I had to explain it to a supernatural fan, this is how Hawaii Five-0 ended to me. It would have been um, an episode of supernatural where Sam and Dean, uh, um, Sam got in terrible trouble. He was, kidnapped and tortured and Dean went through everything to get him back and and gathered him up and and somebody else drove him to the hospital so Dean could hold him in his arms and sit by his bedside all night that's totally right Sam and Dean right their brothers partnership together everything and then um Sam survives gets out of the hospital and then Dean says um well I think it's been a really hard life and I've had some really tough times and and uh, this life is not for me. I'm leaving. And then he goes out, leaving Sam behind, leave, goes out, gets in the Impala, and as, um, and then the passenger, passenger door opens. Cass gets in, takes Dean's hand, and they drive off together. Oh, God. That's how Hawaii Five-0, yes, that's how Hawaii Five-0 ended. If I wanted to compare it to Supernatural, that's how it ended. Oh, like, man. What? Yes. That's yes. horrible. So actually, yeah, Cass didn't take Dean's and Dean took Cass's, and they drove them off. And I'm like, oh. and Life I Vo had its faction of fans that liked that, and it was very bizarre because Michelle Borth played the the girlfriend who came back at the last minute and took Steve off, and she, of course, played Carmen on what is and what should never be one of the wonderful mm-hmm. supernatural episodes. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's, that's how my other 10 year OTP show uh, ended made me very unhappy. So let's hope, let's hope for neither of those scenarios that we had with Roseanne and Hawaii. Five O happened with yeah. And then, you know, and at, then, least, and then I, <laughs> hmm? at least you 
Supernatural knew, you know, they had plenty of time to do yes. the season, yes. and the, they knew before the season, unlike Angel and The Magician, mm-hmm. two of my other favorite shows, who weren't told until basically, you know, Angel, it was like they only had like five episodes or something left to film when they were told they were canceled, and The Magicians were told they were canceled after they'd already filmed the season. So oh. they had, you know, yeah. So no, yeah, neither that's one awful. of them were able to film a correct finale, you know, the one that they would have wanted. Mm-hmm. Even though both, at first I hated the angel one, but I've grown to love it. And the magician mm-hmm. one was like, eh, I can live with it. It could have been better, but I can live with it. But I would have rather mm-hmm. seen what they would have done if they had had time. Yeah, that's that is the right thing. Um I mean that's one of the one of the if it's one of the good aspects about it is that supernatural knew they had plenty of warning and hopefully I mean I I wish I wish season fifteen had been better <laughs> leading up to that but let's hope at least the final episode is 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 good enough you know it's good enough and again you know that's what that's what fanfic is for <laughs> but um, I. Um, yeah, I hope so. I hope the show does it. So we're like, you know what? We're satisfied. It's it's okay. Like I said, I can I can deal. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm well, just taking a quick look at my notes <laughs> just to see if there's <laughs> anything else. Um, um, I oh. The scene with Sam and Dean again, where Sam talks Dean into, to, you know, putting down his gun. Um, it reminded me so much of the scenes, um, like in Sacrifice and the other season finale. I think it's a finale or maybe not, but it's the one where um, Sam has the hurt hand and he keeps hallucinating Lucifer, so he keeps, you know, pushing mm, on it. Yes. And Dean takes his hand and says, you know, make it, make it stone one and build on it Mm -hmm. and that's what it it reminded me of such the intensity you know and you got to be in in themes being manipulated and sam saying you know come to me you know i've all you've always protected me just trust me you know so and it reminded me uh, a lot and i tell you they do such a great job in those scenes jensen and jared and i my thought was that like They've done so many of them, but it's always like the first time they do it. They put so much into it. It's not like they've done this before. It's like the first time, so it's new, and they have all that intensity and emotion. And I just, it's just a testament to their talent and their professionalism that it, it still looks yeah, like the first yeah. time to me. You know, but, um, is there any anything else? about the episode <laughs> we talked about everything else too <laughs> on top of the episode but <laughs> anything else about the episode <laughs> I mean it ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger because Jack is starting to um, glow or you know he's going to explode or whatever's going to happen they've got something going on there to deal with so yeah it it was just all I could say is it was a really really interesting episode I was not bored one single time, and mm-hmm. I'm really I looking forward to finding out what happens in this week's episode. Yes, 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything else either. Um, I don't think there's much. Well, well, uh, Walker started filming this week, right? So that's kind of a mm-hmm. big deal yeah. going yeah. on, um, which is very cool. Um, and uh, Jared's new show. And and it premieres January 21st, I think. And it's taking Supernatural mm-hmm. spot on Thursdays at 8, which I think is really cool. Oh, oh. I know. I'm looking forward to, like, our first picture of Jared as Walker. I mean, we've gotten little hints what Walker is going to look like. And but, um, I, I, I hope he has the picture Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to their promo photos. Yes. Yeah, that will be fun. Something to cheer us up after Supernatural finishes. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything else? Any other comments or news or anything else? Are we ready to wrap it up? Uh, I... Um, just real quick, I um, updated our website, winchesterbros.com, this season with um, promo photos for next week's episode, Despair, and um, also added the episode synopsis for the series finale and the out um, that air, will air on 9 o'clock on November 19th because at 8 o'clock um, they're airing a one-hour special called The Long Road Home about Supernatural. So both of those um, synopsises are synopses. I don't know what's the plural of synopsis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. They're on our website, yeah. winchesterbros.com. Oh, wow. <laughs> there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slow laughs, but okay. All right, well, definitely news. And... I think that's it. Good. I think so. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to us tonight about the episode. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and our and even our tangents. And uh, um, but we always came back to supernatural. And uh, we appreciate you listening very much. And we will be back next week after uh, despair episode eighteen. And that's it. And everybody have a have a good night. Be safe and hey. we'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Go ahead. Yep. I just said bye. bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. And uh, we'll just go <laughs> bye and we'll have the boys play us out. <laughs> Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. 